Welcome to Below the 49th, the perspective on my neighbor to the south, Below the 49th. I'm Michael A. Charbon. Today's title, Hypocritical Politics. Hypocrisy is defined as claiming a moral standard, belief, or behavior that you demand others must follow, but that you yourself contradict and do not practice. Do as I say, but not as I do. The landscape of U.S. political hypocrisy is full of inconvenient weeds growing every day within the cracks of the hill, then are excused by self-imposed exceptionalism. Adelaide Stevenson, who unsuccessfully ran for president twice in 1952 and 1956, said it best in these two quotes. A hypocrite is the kind of politician who would cut down a redwood tree and then mount the stump and make a speech for conservation. And... A self-righteous who screams judgments against others to hide the noise of skeletons dancing in their own closet. Remember the French laundry dinner in California where the governor mandated masks? Don't have a family Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, uh, too many people. Oh, but that was for the others, N not him. How about that San Francisco hair appointment by the speaker, you know? This after the salons were ordered clothes and masks mandatory? Oh, we saw it on secret security video, Naughty Nancy with no mask and getting her roots fixed. <laughs> How about the runaway Texas lawmakers? You know, they chartered a private plane and not a single person wears a mask. Well, mandatory mask wearing affects all other air travelers across America? Mandated, yeah. Then when the Twitter pictures released, there's a case of Miller Lite in the seat. <laughs> Party! <laughs> Oops. Ooh, goodness, got to Photoshop that out, you know, then re-release the photo. Uh, nobody's going to notice the edit. Why would they? <laughs> Duh. But the optics aren't convenient, nor is the fact that some six out of the cast of these Texas runaways who were unmasked on the hill created a super spreader event of COVID on the hill. Yeah, to the point that the giggling VP went to Walter Reed for unknown reasons, just an impromptu checkup. Yeah, just, just checking. <laughs> You know, it's tough for the Texans. These runaways are living with a $200 per diem a day while staying at an upscale hotel at the expense of Texas taxpayers. Then display their unmentionable laundry hanging on the, the, the curtain rod there to dry to show their sacrifice, of course. 200 bucks a day. That's a heck of a lot of Subway sandwiches, don't you think? Wonder. Let's consider the cancellation of the USXL pipeline based on the environment. You know, ignoring millions of dollars of international contracts, over 10,000 US jobs eliminated, you know, family livelihoods destroyed in an executive action, just sign it away, of a pipeline that wanted to connect to existing US lines to feed US refineries that need the oil. No, that's the wrong idea. An action which then jeopardizes US energy self-sufficiency and now Americans are paying four bucks a gallon. Beautiful. But the same insane administration endorses a gas pipeline from Russia to Germany, which was objected to by the last two presidents and the administrations. Oh, it's, it's not even endorsed by Poland and Ukraine. Great politics. Oh, but this administration will allow Russia, 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 the upper hand in Europe, to supply Germany with natural gas thereby undermining U.S. firms from selling their gas and destabilizing Europe while filling Russian coffers. What a great idea. Speaking of natural gas, let's reflect on the media and their one-sided investigation forces when it comes to a laptop with damaging emails. 
<laughs> Where the heck is Hunter now? Oh, a laptop reported to allegedly contain potential evidence of implied impropriety, a story that was never covered by the mainstream media. Trickle, trickle, trickle. Oh, but he's painting with watercolors now, selling his creations for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Of course he is. What an artist. I remember an email scandal where 30,000 subpoenaed emails magically disappeared as two servers were evident in a complete contravention of state requirements to maintain government servers for security. Yeah. How about running an election on immigration reform? That sounds good, doesn't it? And letting potentially over 2 million undocumented illegal aliens into the country. Come on in. Grab a box of Miller Lite, where secretly planes are filled with illegals fly the interior cities so as not to overload the border cities and make the invasion really obvious here. Just push them out. You remember that, America, don't you? That announcement? You know, the news reports and the flights about deploying the illegal aliens in your states? You remember that, don't you? <laughs> not even close. So here we are, on the six-month anniversary of the current administration, as illegal immigration stats since March they're only up 246%. Yeah, just in June. The number was some small 188,000 people. Then consider an 80% infection rate amongst the non-vaccinated. That's not alarming. Wonder if those people were wearing masks when they flew at 3 a.m. at night. Now the government is talking about amnesty for all. That won't motivate caravans. Why would you come if there's amnesty for all? Oh, but the administration is an even better news item here. They're considering eliminating COVID restrictions of Title 42, you know, which stops more than 750,000 illegal border crossers. Why would you not want that? I mean, immigration reform, where open borders embedded infected unskilled illegals that will burden local hospitals, lower wages for unskilled labor, and strengthen the underground economy is their immigration reform. <laughs> now, there's a plan to vote for. Some of these illegals have documented criminal records that in previous times would immediately eliminated their entrance. A plan which inevitably will endanger law-abiding, tax-paying Americans. Talk to some of those border farmers. How about the voter ID laws on the giggling VP who says that rural African Americans don't have a kinkos near them, a photocopy of their ID because they don't have ID. Yeah, she's actually right, though. There hasn't been a Kinko's in the U.S. since 2003. Oh, and don't discount the frustration and insulting innuendos forwarded towards African Americans who she says, gosh, don't have ID or use it every day. <laughs> Funny how those disenfranchised African American voter numbers rose in the last election. You know, Pew Research, remember those guys? They noted that blacks did vote in 2020. Over 30 million were eligible to vote. Up up 11.5% from 2000, representing 12.5% of the U.S. electorate. Still no sign of any kinkos, though. Finally, the real beauty of hypocritical politics, the defund police movement, and the systemic destruction and disenfranchisement of law enforcement. The lack of the rule of law has disproportionately affected which community? Ding, 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 ding. Black communities. What a terrible stat. Then add the fact that the Blue Party had the giggling VP at one point, raising money to bail out looters and rioters and arsonists last summer. Uh, come on, it's a little fiery, just it's a little bit of looting. Plus the bonus of the Blue-run states that cities then call for bail reform. That sounds good, right? Yeah, no cash bail, 
charge them and immediately release them. Maybe don't charge them, just release them. This while the, the, they prop up California district attorneys to not charge misdemeanor crimes like shoplifting and Proposition 47, there's another beauty. So now we see brazen shoplifting of thieves walking out of stores with stolen loot, knowing full well that they will not be stopped nor charged. So stores are closing. Now as the country is experiencing unprecedented crime waves and numbers that they've never seen before, people are becoming desperate. All this just in time for undocumented illegal immigrants unable to work legally, some under the threat of death to harm families demanding a pay for cartel bills for transport, while illegal drug numbers and overdoses are seeing record numbers. Boy, this is encouraging. Yeah, it's a great time to unify all of us with these fun facts to bring us together. I guess the giggler in Washington thinks that they're all going to get a job at Xerox or Kinko's. Not so much. Pile on the biased media coverage who refuses to show the images of either the border or shoplifting because, well, it's just contrary to the talking points of change, you know? And goodness, who is in the business of actually reporting the news nowadays anyways, except a very select few? Yes, America, hypocrisy of politics is rampant. Yes, America, you should be afraid. If this isn't fixed soon, you're going to lose control of your cities, your border, your economy, and eventually your country. But hey, many on the left are waving shiny little objects to distract you, so you don't see that anything bad out there is going to happen to upset you or even slightly point to the truth. One final quote from Adelaide Stevenson. My definition of a free society is a society where it's safe to be unpopular. <laughs> America, it's time to be unpopular. Remember that fable about the frog who, who says he sits in a pot of cold water and doesn't recognize being boiled as the water temperature rises? Yeah, it's a fable. The reality is the ready frog isn't stupid and it's going to jump out of the pot for goodness sakes. And I'm telling you, America, soon you, like the frog, have to jump out of the pot and save your country. Finally, click and share, and if you do so, kindly subscribe. If you leave a comment, I try to answer everyone, including jumping frogs. I thank you for those considerations, and until next time, God bless and stay safe. I'm Michael A. Charbon for Below the 49th.